Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. From Decrypt.co, this is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, Tether mints 500 million USDT during Bitcoin price rally. Six times, Twitter security was breached. And in our main story, Ledger's database was hacked, taking 1 million emails. All coming up on the Decrypt Daily. What's going on? I hope everybody had a great Tuesday. Today is Wednesday, July 29th, 2020. I'm going to get straight into it today because I'm excited to hear about the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency prices. All right, I'm recording this at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Bitcoin is sitting at $11,130, up 1.8% from yesterday. Ethereum, 321.84, up 1.4% from yesterday. Litecoin, 55.45, down 2.7% from yesterday. Bitcoin Cash, 289.55, down 0.6% from yesterday. And XRP, 23.9 cents, up 5.7% from yesterday. So we're a little bit of a mixed bag today. However, I am still bullish. We deserve this. Anybody who's been hodling since the 2017 bull deserves some positive price action. And I'm not just talking about fluctuating a couple thousand here or there. We need to see $20,000 Bitcoin. We need to see $30,000 Bitcoin. We need to see $500 Litecoin. We need to see $2,000 Ethereum. We need to see $5 XRP. We need to see some positive returns because damn, those bags are heavy. Now, let's get into the news. In our main story today, Bitcoin hardware wallet maker Ledger was hacked and the hacker ran off with 1 million emails plus other private data. We got a chance to sit down with Ledger's VP of Marketing to find out the real situation. Benoit, VP of Marketing of Ledger, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Big news today. Uh, the news is that 1 million email accounts or emails were hacked from your site. Can you just tell us about the hack, please? Yeah, sure. Um, a researcher participating in our bounty program uh, made us aware of a potential data breach on our website. And we immediately fixed this breach after receiving the researcher report and underwent uh, an internal investigation. So what was taken? Was it just emails or were passwords taken or login details or account details or even portfolios? First of all, our security model at Ledger, uh, we don't have logins and accounts. But after our investigation, we can assess that 1 million email addresses have been exposed and 9,500 detailed personal information were exposed as well. If you want me to, to be more specific, it's, it could be the postal address, the name, the surname, or the phone number. KYC AML information. It's not KYC, it's the shipping information. Oh, I see. Understood, understood. So this is the information you had to collect from people when they were buying your Ledger right. Nano S's your, and, and those other devices. Exactly. Who was affected and how can you find out if you were affected? I mean, I actually am one of your customers. I have three Ledger Nanos or other devices laying around my house and you ship me stuff multiple times. How do I know if I was affected and what could possibly happen to my addresses in the hands of a hacker? First of all, so it's e-commerce and marketing database uh, above all. And most of our clients uh, that have been affected and 
actually the whole database just received uh, an email this morning. And for those who, um, whose detailed personal information were accessed by, uh, by a hacker or the unauthorized uh, third party, we send them a specific email where we explain which data has been uh, exposed. How could I find out if I was affected? Oh, you received an email. Oh, I, I received an email. So if I wasn't affected, then I, I wasn't affected. I, I never got an email. So we sent an email to the 1 million people. Mm-hmm. And we sent a specific email to the 9,500 customers whose detailed personal information were accessed. So again, if I didn't receive an email from you guys, or if somebody didn't receive an email from you guys, that means their data is safe. Exactly. Wonderful. That's really good to know. So, I mean, I think a lot of people can rest easy to know that their data is safe if they didn't get an email from you. Do you know the intentions of the hackers? Do you know why they hacked your database or what they intend to do with this information? We don't have any clues, but we can suspect it's uh, about phishing uh, attempts. Basically, it means that uh, with those emails, they can uh, target our clients to um, impersonate Ledger by impersonating Ledger uh, to ask them for their 24 words, which give mm. access to their coins. Mm. Okay, so so very, I'm very happy you said that. So I want everybody to hear this very clearly. If you get an email asking for your 24 words, your seed phrase for your Ledger from Ledger, do not send that to them. Do not, never. no matter what. We never ask that. We don't own it. You are in control. You are the only one that owns those 24 words. And uh, so if someone asks asked for it, it's not ledger. It's not possible. It's a scam and it's a phishing attempt. That's all. This isn't ledger's fault or is this the third party's fault for the security breach? I would say it's more complicated than that because um, the data breach comes from a misconfigured third party API key that is that was hosted on our e-commerce web page so um, by accessing to this API key the hacker could access to uh, the 1 million emails it has nothing to do with our security products and uh, our own infrastructures uh, we know the situation is serious but um, it's not about the third party or ledger uh, I would say we are responsible in the fact that it's our e-commerce web page for sure but it's not the third party and it's just about this API key that was uh, available. So what are you going to do to protect from this in the future? This is not the first time we've heard API keys causing a little bit of havocs in the space. I mean, isn't this what happened with Binance a while back? It was API keys that caused a little havoc. Uh, You're you're referring to the KYC uh, hack of Binance. I mean, yes. Yeah, I think it was that. You're right. And so... First of all, I think um, what we should do and what all the companies should do is more uh, penetration testing. And this is what we did uh, just after uh, we discovered the breach and doing it more and more. And thanks to that, you can uh, find if the, you, you, you have some API keys that are, um, I would say, uh, that could be vulnerable for a hacker. And uh, so this is the first thing. And the second thing, I think it's because you have more and more data. Companies are neglecting uh, the privacy policy and the security when it comes to marketing and e-commerce activities. And to prevent that, I think they should uh, train their employees, extend the security to e-commerce and, um, and I mean, to the, the whole organization 
and hire a, a, why not a digital protection officer who is in charge of the data retention and the way the data is stored. I'm happy you said that, and I'm happy that you are thinking about solutions for your company, but a lot of other companies are getting hacked these days. And I know it's hard to comment on other companies, but when there's a long list of companies in hacks and phishing and hacks, we had Twitter the other day, we have you, we have, you know, there's just many, many things that are going on in, in the space, not this space right now, but just the digital space right now is showing that there's so many ways to get around security measures what do you suggest and what do you think that companies should do for the future to prevent this? Because this is getting really old. Yeah, what's interesting, you're referring to the Twitter hack. And what's interesting is that uh, the hacker had access to the internal Slack of a company. And uh, what we can see, it's but it's not about um, big vulnerabilities. It's about uh, making some critical information accessible to everyone. And so it's all about extending the scope of security of the company from the products to the world organization. For example, what we are thinking of at Ledger is taking steps towards meeting the requirements uh, in ISO 27001, which is a certification which extends the scope of security to the world organization. Are there any reparations for this breach? I am not asking this because I remember um, there was manufacturing and product um, delays when you were releasing your new product a couple of years ago. And I remember you guys were very good at saying, hey, we, we messed up. Um, th- we're sorry about breaching your trust and we want you to get you your products. Here's a free Ledger Nano S with your new Ledger product. Um, and then I remember how, how good you were at that. Is, are you doing anything for, uh, say, for a, a reparation or some kind of way to say sorry to those customers that had their emails breached? We don't plan to give uh, to clients who have been affected uh, any reparation or compensation uh, because um, we reported it to the French Data Protection Authority, which is the CNIL, and which is supposed to protect all the citizens about their, their data, I mean, uh, in Europe mainly, because it's on ongoing legal um, investigations. We don't plan to do that for the moment, but we'll see. And I'm, I'm happy you brought that up because that's one question that wasn't on the list. And what were the demographics of whose email was stolen? Was it mostly Europeans? Was it a mix of European-American? Was it just an even mix around the world? No, it's a mix around the world. It's the world database, actually the emailing of all our clients. So most of our clients are in the US and then in Europe and then the, it's global. Benoit, I really appreciate your time and hopping on last minute to talk about this. I wish to come in the best and have a great night. Thank you. Bye-bye. And in other news, another story that I thought very interesting was the six times Twitter security was breached by Tom Wiggins. Wiggins? Wasn't that the guy's name in Ender's Game? Ender Wiggins? Anyway, moving on to the story. Here are six times Twitter security was breached. Number one. At Jack got hacked in 2019. In August 2019, a group calling itself chuckling squad used a sim swap attack which gives the hacker access to a person's phone number to tweet a bomb hoax racial slurs and other offensive messages from jack dorsey's account a member of this group was arrested in november of 2019 number two back in 2009 an 18 year old u.s hacker gained access to twitter's backend by targeting a company's support staff even though he didn't realize he successfully gained access to her account the target goes by the handle at crystal which chosen a pretty weak password the hacker merely just guessed the password he was then able to access 33 celebrity accounts including obama and britney spears 
Number three. In June 2016, the login details for nearly 33 million Twitter accounts were put up for sale on the dark web. According to a security firm leaked source, Russian hackers used malware to steal the usernames and passwords for a range of social networks from people's web browsers. Basically, they found stored passwords. Most common password was one, two, three, four, five. Y'all, please use a password manager and use proper security. Number four. On the eve of the Super Bowl of 2020, 15 NFL teams had their accounts hacked by our old friends, Armine. They basically hacked their accounts to show people that anything is hackable. And then they put their email address in the tweets to say, hey, if you want better security, send us an email. It's an interesting marketing stunt. We don't know how successful it was, but they did prove their point. Number five. In 2009, a Frenchman going by the name of Hacker Crow was able to use a variety of password recovery tricks to gain access to the Gmail account of a Twitter employee. This allowed him to leak sensitive data relating to the company's finances. He said, end quote, I hope my intervention will be repeated to show how easy it can be for a malicious person to gain access to sensitive information without too much knowledge. Well, from 2009 to now, I guess nobody's learned their lesson. Hacks, hacks, and more hacks. And number six, on February 2013, 250,000 Twitter accounts were thought to have been compromised with usernames, email address, and passwords potentially stolen. Twitter's director of information security, Bob Lord, said, this hack was not the work of amateurs. Well, Bob, it seems as though we need more professionals doing your job. And that was a list of six times Twitter was hacked. Tether has minted 540 million US dollars of its backed stablecoin USDT in the past three days as the Bitcoin price rallied above $11,000. According to Whale Alert, $300 million was created today on the Tron network. And that's after two previous mints of $120 million apiece on the Ethereum network in the past three days. Now, this is only speculation, but with the bank's bullying, but with the bank's bullish news, Bitcoin prices on the rise. Tether is being printed. DeFi is going crazy. Ethereum 2.0 is very close. It's Ethereum's birthday. Cardano Shelley's launching tomorrow. And USDT is being printed like crazy. We have the makings of a bull run. And finally, Bitcoin futures volume soars to $40 billion, highest since its March crash. As the Bitcoin price rises, the futures market is booming. Aggregate open interest of trading volume has reached its highest level since March 12th. Volume is up across the board, including regulated markets. Back registered record volumes on Monday. Good news for us all. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Aaron. Don't forget to stay safe. Keep your passwords safe. Don't fall for phishing attempts. Nobody's going to give you free Bitcoin. Never give out your seed phrase. And just use common sense. Please don't be greedy. Keep your account safe. Remember to subscribe, leave us a rating and a comment, and follow me on Twitter, The Decrypt Daily. We'll see you tomorrow.